You're listening to Public Safety First, a podcast to help you learn about the First Responder Network Authority and how you can be part of the future of public safety technology. And now, your host. Good afternoon. We're here at FRI in Atlanta with Chief Charlie Duty of the Canton, Massachusetts Fire Department. Chief, thank you for your time this afternoon and talking to us. Can you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your, your organization? Sure. Sure. I am the fire chief in the town of Canton, Massachusetts. We're a 54-member career organization. We provide the, the typical range of services, fire suppression, EMS, hazardous materials, all that fun stuff. So, Good deal. So we're here today to talk about your, your experience with FirstNet. What is, are some of the biggest communication challenges you, you think your firefighters face today? There are several challenges, I think, communications-wise that they face. Our biggest issue, I would say, from a, in a small town's perspective is simply the ability to transmit over portable radios. You know, there, there are areas in our community that, because of demographics, the, the signal quality is poor, and oftentimes communications uh, can be impacted by that. Fortunately, they haven't been impacted in a serious way. There's never been anybody that's been in a fire that hasn't been able to transmit out, but it's certainly a potential if we don't correct those issues. So I know you're a recent, um, recently migrated to the FirstNet network, and what do you think mobile broadband will enable you to do that you can't do presently? Well, I mean, I think the thing that attracted us to the FirstNet initially was the, the preemption part of the, of the program, uh, having the ability to make uh, cell phone calls when type of large event is happening and, and, and being able to actually make a connection that was attractive to us. But uh, the other thing that is interesting is, the, I think you described it as a pipeline for first responders and you know, looking a little bit towards the future, having the ability to access data on laptop computers and, and quickly get information you need for pre-planning purposes, uh, response purposes, was something that uh, made us think about FirstNet as well. I know in your migration to FirstNet, you're looking at the radio over IP feature. Yes. How do you envision using that initially and then long-term yeah. in the organization? It's interesting. Uh, you asked earlier about the challenges that our firefighters have communications-wise. So one of the things that was also attractive about the first net was the LMR functionality, the land mobile radio functionality. So we saw that initially as an opportunity to kind of fill in those gaps where the traditional portable radio will not work. And we've done some beta testing of it in large structures, for example, that we can't get radio communications in and out of. Yet, they've been retrofitted with antennas for cell phone usage. So it was amazing that they could be in a building and pull up their LMR and be able to communicate clearly right back to, to fire alarm where they can't do that with a portable radio. So initially, that's going to fill that gap for us. Yeah, with no real investment by the organization? Minimal. Right. Minimal investment, yeah. Do you have any tips for any other agencies that may be looking at the, the migration that would make it easier for them? I think you want to if you want to migrate, there's, there's, there's opportunity with FirstNet for multiple agencies or departments to, to be part of it. So rather than look at it from just a fire department perspective, I think it would be helpful if you pulled in, for example, the, the police chief and even the DPW superintendent because there are you know, ways that FirstNet can be set up to include 
DPW personnel if you had sure. an emergency of some of some type that you needed them. So I would say to try to try to put together kind of like a coalition of, of leaders in your community and, and sit down and talk about what the value of FirstNet could be for each of your departments. So where, where do you envision long-term public safety communications going, say, in the next decade or so? Compared from when I started, we really are becoming dependent on the ability to access data. So I, I see it as more than radio communications, mobiles and portables. I see it as the ability to utilize tablets, laptops, whatever, whatever device you need to access the internet or, or the first net pipeline. I think that that is an emerging technology that we need to look at. You know, right now we can, we can sign on to a call, we can sign off on scene to a call, we can clear a call without ever getting on the radio. Yep. We can do it via a laptop. So I think that the ability to, to do that uh, quickly, efficiently, and then have it be reliable is something that we'll be looking at a lot. Have you seen any emerging technologies that you think um, would be interesting for implementation back at your agency? Yes. The, the thing that's interesting to me is the potential integration of radio communications uh, into things like SCBAs, okay. you know, having the ability to, you know, Bluetooth in your communications to a firefighter, inside a firefighter's mask without the need to use a portable radio, I think is, is interesting. And I don't know, in some respects, I think maybe FirstNet might be uh, a part of that down the, down the road. Yeah, so sort of just piping that information yeah. back out to folks. Yeah. One of the things that's important to FirstNet moving forward is how we invest in the user experience. And by that, we mean form function and things like that. Is there anything off the top of your head that you can think of heads-up displays that we really should be focusing our energies towards? It seems to me that there's a potential for FirstNet devices to actually, in some instances, replace portal radios. So what are those opportunities that you could utilize a FirstNet device that you right now are traditionally using a portable radio for. Can you make them rugged enough or intrinsically safe enough, like a portable radio is now, to replace that piece of equipment? And I don't know what the answer is to that. And, and if, if you were able to do that, then what could you add to that device in addition to voice? Can you, can you get data to a place, to a heads-up display, for example, gotcha. yep. from that device? It's been a real pleasure speaking with you today, Chief. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening today. We're excited to have you join our podcast community. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can learn more about the First Responder Network Authority at FirstNet.gov and learn about FirstNet products and services at FirstNet.com. FirstNet.